Welcome to our Sparks Ignited, an interstitial actual play set in the Magic the Gathering multiverse. My name is Waffle, pronouns they, them, and I will be your GM. I'm Tanner Vogelsang, pronouns they, them, and I am playing Zepha using the familiar playbook. Hi, my name is Charles, pronouns he, him, and I am playing Una using the Knucklehead playbook. I'm Lafayette Terpong, I use they, them pronouns. I play Teapot, playing the Displaced Playbook. Hi, I'm Sid, pronouns she, they. I'm playing Niklas, the Bound Playbook. We start on the plain of Cabralin in the town of Rekisburg. It is the morning of the Spring Festival, the marking of the new year. Last night, the community came together to feast and say goodbye to the winter months, along with those who have passed since the Fall Festival. This morning, the community welcomes the first son of spring and those who have become part of the community in the last two seasons. This is normally a celebration of the newborn and teenagers who are entering adulthood, the latter inscribing their chosen name on a token as a sign of their commitment to the community. But this year... Rekisburg is welcoming four planeswalkers, individuals capable of traversing the blind eternities that separate the worlds of the multiverse, who arrived in the past month. These planeswalkers have found themselves in a house on the outskirts of town, taking care of it for another planeswalker who needed to lay low for a while, and, by dint of their gift, acting as the interplanar couriers of the townspeople. We are in the morning of the Spring Festival. There's feasting going on. There's... they're painting livestock... They're holding celebrations for people who've come into town. Starting with Sid, introduce your characters, give them a brief description, and tell me, what are they doing at the festival? Okay, so Niklas is real skinny, real reedy guy. He's got kind of long shoulder-length hair or so, uh, with gray, you know, dark with gray streaks. Um, he looks like he's either a young 30 or maybe a hard-living 20 somewhere in there we don't know um he's got dark circles around his eyes and he's very very pale um and with striking very pale gray eyes um he is oh gosh let's see oh i know uh nicholas is trying to help set up uh for one of the farmers markets he's been um press ganged into like carrying things Oh, right. He's a strong young man, supposedly. Yeah. Tanner, would you like to? Sure. We find uh, Zepha trotting through the uh, town square, looking at all these livestock being painted. Zepha fits... does not fit in whatsoever, actually. She is a centaur. <laughs> I don't know if this plane has those. Uh, so her lower half is that of a chestnut horse with some turquoise uh flutches on her hindquarters and a tail that you know you're not really sure if the tail has been dyed a green fading into light blue or if it's just like that naturally she has tan skin and green hair tied up in a french braid don't ask me how they know what the french is there's the multiverse don't worry about it she's wearing some science goggles around her forehead and has a uh, tunic that's been decorated with like leaves and seashells from her home planar Ravnica. And perched on her shoulder is a pigeon that is like 
gray on the bottom, then fades into blue and then green by the time it gets to the head. But it's not a pigeon head. It is just like a squid, like a, a cuttlefish tentacles where the beak should be. But there's a little beak inside it if you look close. And he's just kind of looking around and going, And Theta, would you like to go next? Yeah. Um, Asawano is on the taller side. Uh, I think they clear, like, they're not so tall as to cause, like, oh my god, what the fuck, but they're tall enough that it's like, you look in the crowd, you're like, ah, yeah, that's the one we're looking for. Um, (laughs) it's all, you know, like, when you're, like, sick, when you're, honestly, if you're above, like, five, six, ninety percent of the time, if you just scan a crowd, you can find a person. It's not, it's surprisingly funny. Barcelona is taller than that. Um, it also doesn't hurt. That from they are like both their hair and their skin are this kind of same white, uh, milky pale color with their hair pulled up into a rather somewhat intricate, um, I want to say chiffon, but it's not chiffon's a color, it's uh, whatever the fuck that no, no, it starts the C, it's the name for a French hairstyle. Um, of whatever, whatever, like twisted back, like yeah. I think it's a, I think that's a chignon, but I'm not sure. Chignon, yeah. And they're wearing just fairly airy robes that like very clearly match their surroundings. Like they went out and went. You know, I'm just gonna buy stuff at the general store that fits me. And tailor that so it doesn't, like, hang too loosely. And that's what I'm just going to wear. I'm just going to, like, I know I'm already not blending in here. Um, and I think Asolano is probably, like, just helping move things. Because somebody went, like, helping, like, trying to put up banners or whatever. Because they're like, you're, you're tall. You can, <laughs> you can put up the tall things, right? And yeah, also the fate like, of tall people. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't mm. know. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, they're like, you're tall enough that you should just be able to, like, reach up and get it. And so they're just doing that. Aww. In stark contrast, Teapot is very much somebody you could miss. They're this very tiny, small, I would, I would say probably erring towards, like, Somewhere between 5'1", 4'11", in height, dressed in this very dark green shroud that is hiding a, a cloak that is almost bursting with items, as well as this very large hiking backpack. Um, the Whatever slimmers of hair make it out of her clothing is this very messy, long, matted and bushy black hair of someone that is in desperate need of a haircut. I would say in during this festival, she's not directly helping, but she's very much uh, accidentally filling the role of janitor, just picking up everything that has either been discarded or dropped, or, you know, so little threads cut off of, you know, the ends of banners that are too long, of ribbons, the occasional, like, mug someone has thrown. Just all sorts of, uh, all, all sorts of bobs and things. I, I would say even, like, skewer, like, any skewers people have dropped from I don't know, like food that 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 is that has gone that is, um, teapot has just walked over it and it has just disappeared into her cloak. All right, I have 
I have an important question. T-Bot is obviously picking things that up that are obviously junk. But if, like, an errant doll is dropped on the ground, like, does T-Bot distinguish between that? Or is T-Bot like, that's on the ground, it's pretty, it's mine? It depends. It really does depend. Because T-Pot will think... Well, I, I would say T-Pot will probably hover over and think, is this thing still wanted? And then defi- and then think about it carefully. And then maybe maybe one or two of them have gone missing. Maybe they have just stayed there and she has returned them. And it's like, I dropped my dolly! And it's like, oh, there it is. Where the hell did that come from? <laughs> okay. But for I the just... most part, the ground, the, the ground and the trash are T-Pot's territory. Also, right. um... Worth noting, there is also a cast iron teapot that probably is, you know, what's the word, uh, clanking around as she is kind of shuffling around, kind of like the sound of a wind chime. So, teapot. <laughs> so, teapot is the Swiffer picker upper. Swiffer's <laughs> just. Fantastic. Vibing. And both Nicholas and. <laughs> Asolano have been recruited and by virtue every, of their physical appearance. Every time Nicholas is directly like uh, addressed, he kind of like starts and like looks, you know, it's definitely a deer in the headlights thing. Like, oh God, they're talking to me. Oh no. I did roll the D4 and I joked about it being Sid, but unfortunately it's not Sid. It's Aww. not, it's not Nicholas right now. That's fine. Yes. Who is it? It is Azalano. Azalano, as they are uh, putting putting things up, putting up decorations. Mm-hmm. A halfling woman, gray hair, short on the short side for a halfling, so you know, completely <laughs> different. <laughs> High differential is massive for this duo, but she is on the festival oh, yeah. committee, and she's been on the festival committee as long as she's been eligible to be on the festival committee. This mm. is her entire shit. Her name is Rhea Fullbody, and she is carrying mm-hmm. just this big tub of, like, crystal, like, glass globes as she approaches you, Asalana. She's like, oh, you don't know how... You don't know how wonderful it is to have someone as tall as you. We are never able to get these up high enough for the sun to catch them properly, but now you're here. Mm. Yeah. Like a small child asking for upsies, she holds the <laughs> box of crystal globes up to you. Is she, is she like asking to be picked up? No, but she's she's holding it like with her palms up so you can grab it more easily. But it's just like she's short enough. She has to extend her arms. She's extending her arms out, so it looks like if she was your child, she'd be asking, "Upsies, upsies, please." Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, you could pick her up if you want. And just picks up the box, just right up out of her hands, and it's like, "Oh, thank you." What, what am I supposed to do with these? Oh, place the. Place them uh, even intervals. We don't really have a, don't really have a much of a math thing here. But like where? That's not clear. Oh, I'm so sorry, Azalano. I've I forget that you're not. You don't. You haven't lived here for longer. Uh, you see, you see that. Uh, 
I've forgotten him at the thing. You see that rope? That's the ribbon near the lake. If you can, mm-hmm. if you can string it along those, once the sun comes up, it'll start hitting them around noon, and oh, it'll be, it'll be delightful. We have oh, we haven't had it since my late husband passed. He was only one tall enough to put all the things up there. Uh, yeah, I'll go do that. Back. Oh, thank you so much, Hazelana. You are a gem of a person. You're a gem of a person. Thanks. Oh, yes, of course. Bye. Uh, Bye. <laughs> like, <Solana laughs> like, okay, don't, don't know what these are, really? Like, what are they? They are... Think of these... They're like these glass balls, like, you know, Christmas tree orbs? Huh? You just put uh-huh. them on. They're made of glass, and if you turn them around, you'll see, like, star patterns, like, also made of glass uh-huh. that aren't immediately apparent. Oh, okay. Um, I think as they're walking along, also will just, like, holding the box in one arm, as I figure if the box is of a size for her to hold it's probably small enough to fit in one of their arms yeah um Aslana will just take one out i think and examine it like twisting it around trying to like catch light and as they walk to the water to go all right all right and i don't think there are any moves for putting balls on <laughs> putting glass balls yeah, up i think Aslana's just like yeah yeah, if you strike with intent, <laughs> strike yes. with intent. I don't. I think that's going to shatter those bulbs more likely. <laughs> just slam dunk them. <laughs> yeah, just like <gasps> this is for, yeah. for asking me to do oh, stuff. <sighs> also, all I know is like I. I figure I should be doing something. That's what we're. Yeah, for even if I don't feel the community spirit of it all. Alright. I'll do it. I don't think Ocelot is entirely sure what this festival is for, even if they've been told like 50 times. I think every time they're told like, nah, it's fine, I don't need to know. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's like, yeah, it's this festival about celebrating the youth, and Ocelot is like, it's the youth. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, uh, Remember that time you weren't tired? What? Huh? <laughs> before you were tired, before I was tired and sad, do you mean when I wasn't born? What? <laughs> but, but, so I have a question. Did Asalama not mean to come here, but like it was shopping day and they just didn't realize it until it was too late and someone's like, oh, you're here, you can help. I think Asolano, it was, I don't think it was shopping day necessarily. I think Asolano went, okay, I actually don't know what's going on, but all the others have come here, so I'm just going to go follow. Um, because that seems like a logical thing to do. Like, they've all gone to this area, I'll just go to that area. And I think, like, they brought a book or something to read, and then that's when they got kind of roped into it, because they're like, people are just like, oh, we could use your help. And also I was like, sure, I guess you asked. 
not going to say no because I guess I'm supposed to be being neighborly and I don't know what that means. So I'll just go ahead and do what you ask me to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As Asala, as we leave Asalano setting everything up, it is a time-consuming, simple but time-consuming task with all those bulbs going on it's i'm going to mispronounce it it's zefa it's zefa it's zefa pretty much all as right. it's spelt uh okay right. so i have a question i have a question for you i might have an answer what is the largest livestock on display here there is a very old steer Zefa is staring intently at this steer, as close as she can get. I don't know if there's a fence between them. If there is, she is at the fence. If there's not, she's basically just crouched down in front of his face. Alright. Well, as as you're doing that, there are some children and a man a man farmer, like shirtless, but he he's like the penultimate dad bod. But he, like, with farmer muscle, and he just has this big old bushy beard. And he and the children are painting the steer as they're doing it in this, like, nice blue paint that you don't know where they got it from, but it's probably, like, crushed up local flowers. It says to you, barely registering your presence. Okay, I would like to use talk to animals or anim- what's the move called? Animal talks, which means yes. that I can talk to animals through my familiar. Whether or not they have anything smart to say is up for debate. All right. <laughs> and how are you opening this? Did, what are you did, asking, Mister Steer? Did you know that they're painting you blue? Yes. Would you like to be blue the whole time? Whole time. I can make you blue forever. Oh, they're making me blue for the rest of my life. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to make you blue then. I'm going to turn your whole business blue. That's a... Well... I suppose I cannot stop that. All right, now I'm gonna, I'm gonna use I'm gonna, magic. All right, roll plus mastery. Oh, what is my mastery? <laughs> oh uh, no! Uh... Oh, my oh, mastery is two. Different. It's a two. Yeah, easy. Okay, so that's an eight altogether. <laughs> I can pick one from this option. Yep. Um, yep. Oh, do I want the magic inflicts a semi-permanent condition, or the magic hits more than one? I, I want the magic to hit more than one entity. So, describe your magic to me. Like, are you touching the cow and turning it blue, or is just uh, like color bomb? I'm not, I'm not touching the cow. I stand up and I back up a few feet. I don't know if horses can walk backwards. I back up a few feet and. Some, like, blue-green energy appears in my hands, and I hold it in front of me, and I do kind of, like, the Doctor Strange stuff, but instead of circles and stuff, it's, like, math <laughs> equations and anatomical diagrams and stuff, and, like, 
textbook citations. <laughs> and then I collapse it all together, and they go, Wah! and a burst of energy washes over this deer. And I, I guess some other people do. Mm-hmm. You just blew bath bomb this entire area. Like, the steer is blue. It's like, whoa, I guess. And the thing is, it's a different color of blue, t- tint of blue than the paint they were using. So you still get the, all those nice lines. It's just that the steer's base fur has been turned blue and it's in the exposed skin and its horns. The children turn blue and they start screaming because they're not, they weren't expecting this. <laughs> they run away. The man turns blue. It's like, whoa, what the fuck? Oh, I, I, I may have done this a little. I may have done that a little too hard. I'm sorry. Uh, but, but look on the bright side. You're blue now. Oh, I, I hope this washes off. Blue things don't tend to survive the f- spring festival. <laughs> um, I, I don't know because I think that is just your skin now. Maybe I can oh, do another no. skeleton. Change the color. What? Maybe I'll do another spell and I can change the color again. Do you want to do another spell? Let's do another spell. Right, the kids have already run away at this point. Oh, but I got a ten. All right. Choose three. Okay. Inflict one damage. Kill them all. Um, can I say instead of heals one harm, it heals one blue? Yes, heals one blue. It has it bypasses defenses and it has no unintended consequences. Alright, so once more once more, never again he is not blue. He is no longer blue. He is his normal color, which is that big farmer tan. It's like, well, thank you. I thank you for fixing the problem you caused. But hey. What's the festival if there's not some accidental blueing? Yeah, do, do people turn blue often here? Well, one one time my brother accidentally threw the entire paint on top of himself just so he could say I blew myself. So it wasn't an accident. I guess. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then Zayf you are muted, Theta. But I can I know what you're saying still. <laughs> Zepha Zepha leans in close to Squidgen and says, I think it's some kind of pun. He holds he holds out a big meaty hand to you, Zepha. The names The name's Thompson Topknot. Oh, nice to meet you. I'm Zepha, and this is Squidgen. Nice to meet you, Zepha. And he just do you hold out your hand? I, I do. I hold out my hand. It's still glowing a little bit, but you know, that just kind of happens from time to time. I've done enough yeah, yeah, science. Yeah, yeah. He takes your hand, he shakes it incredibly hard, like, just envelops your hand in his, and just... <laughs> and then, does Squidgen hold out their hand? Or their wing? Yeah, holds out the little foot to shake his finger. And then he just grabs takes his little, like, his pinky finger and just... <gasps> oh! What a wonderful beast you have there! Thank you, I made him myself! 
Would you like to help me take our friend to the forest? Oh, certainly. All right. He puts the reins on the steer and start, and you two can go to the forest leading the steer away. It knows that. Hey, it said it was going to be blue for the rest of its life. It's going to be blue for the rest. It's like, you know, know, teach a man to to make a fire and he'll be, or set a fire near a man and he'll be warm for a day. Set a man on fire and he'll be warm for the rest (laughs) of his life. Right? Only if you do it right. (laughs) Only if you do it right. I would like to roll to make a heart link with the steer. Um, okay, I rolled an 11. My heart is minus one. So that's a 10 for a heart link with the steer. With the steer. Okay, yeah. You still get uh, experience for it because that's your lowest stat, right? Oh, yeah, yes, it so is. So when you roll a link with your lowest stat, you will get experience even if you succeed. And when you roll a link with your highest stat, you get a plus one to that roll. So. Yeah, so Squidgen gets a heart link as well. Hey, Nicholas. Yeah. I can I get you to roll to defend from harm? Ah! What is that? <laughs> I'll tell you in just a second. No, like what's the what am I rolling? Oh, okay. <laughs> roll plus light. Oh god. Oh no. Ah, that's not great. Yeah. Five. <laughs> Mark an experience and you fall down as like four blue children run screaming and barrel into you. Nicholas goes, ah! Yeah. What stand were you helping set up when this happened? Uh, he was stacking some veggies. Alright, as you stacked, you were stacking veggies. Kids come screaming, they barrel into you. And b- before you're able to right yourself, they're already gone, but you fall into the vegetable piles. And the person who you are, in theory, helping, but we all know how helping turns into, here, you do this while I talk to someone else. Yeah, we all know. The, yeah, the person you were helping, looks like, what the hell are you doing? Aren't you, uh, what are you doing? Aren't you supposed to be stacking them? I think, I think that those children were blue. I holy shit they did they get into the paint? I don't know. But oh, they better not go near the forest. Nicholas is going to look at this guy, squint for a little bit, disregard because maybe this is normal here. So, yeah. he's like Yeah. They better not go near the forest. I'm pretty sure not letting children near the force is normal on Innistrad. Oh, it's super normal on Innistrad. It's just, he's like, I feel like there's some context here that I'm missing. He's going to disregard and agree. Um, Seems pretty safe to him. So he's going to start like, oh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to knock them all over. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, Watch where you're falling next time. Yeah, I will. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Stacking furiously. Um, I'm so, so sorry, Mr. Burglar. Doug Burglar. Okay. It's like, Mr. Burglar. I am yes. so, no, so sorry. No, no. Burglar, not burglar. 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 Burglar, yes. Oh, okay, okay. I'll get it right next yeah, time. Yeah. I will. Oh. 
you, you better. I don't know what I'll do if you don't, but I'd be very cross with you, Mr. Nicholas. Nicholas. Yes. All right. Can I make a dark anyway, click with this talk. guy? I don't yeah, like go it. Go for it. Okay. So dark is my highest stat. Yeah. So I get an extra plus one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I got eight. Eight. So either my link move doesn't trigger or the link isn't what I intended. Let's see. What is your link move? Uh, my link move is I that did... my patron also gets a link, but the opposite one that I did if it's a dark link. So theoretically, if the link move triggered, then my patron would have a light link with mm. this. Oh, my patron. Sorry, forgot. To, my patron, Emrakul. Yeah. 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 Emrakul, the answer one. Yes. 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 The yes. promised in, if you will. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's she's in the moon. What else am I supposed to do? Not look at the moon? <laughs> yeah. What else am I supposed to do? Not worship the moon? Not say, I'm Rakul? Yeah. Miracle? Exactly. So. Rotentacles? What's going on? Either. There you go. So either Emrakul does not get a link with this person or it's not the link that I wanted. How does Nicholas feel towards this person? He's a he's a little afraid of him. Um, he's he's feeling some feelings about people back home and how they treated him, maybe, especially, you know, yeah, close to when he got his spark. If it could be a heart link. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say make a heart link with him. Because cool. I can't just I can't really justify giving you a light link, so I'm cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's see. What was his first name again? Doug. Doug. Yes. Gotcha. Your link your link move will trigger. Mm-hmm. So you'll just hear Emrakul laughing here. This guy's pretty cool. I, if you say so, and he says that out loud. I do say so. Because he has to speak to Emrakul out loud. It's many yeah, yeah, rules. Yeah. yeah, it's like, Doug just looks at what what what's going on? What? Hmm? Oh, no. You, you said if you say so. I was agreeing with you. Actually. Um. Uh. Can I get a... Can I get a 2d6 roll just flat said? Sure, let's see how I do. Just to see. Okay, I think I'm gonna have to change some dice around, because that's a four. Naturally. I'm rolling like ass. There, there is nothing like a, fir- nothing like a first session. Some bad rolls. You gotta weed out the good dice. What was that for? What is it? And the other guy looks to you. It's like, I don't think you have any business about what he thinks my wife should do, okay? I think there's been a mistake. I'm going to leave. You you should. Yeah, if you say so. Okay, okay. God, what a fucker. And Nicholas is going to scurry away. 
<laughs> and like duck behind um like maybe into an empty stall and just kind of sit there and hyperventilate a little bit oh yeah <laughs> teapot we reached you you are doing your zoom zoom clean everything up to add to your pile later around the festival you come across a pl- a place with dropped buckets of blue paint and some magically blue brushes oh these things have not been discarded properly hmm. smells familiar I should probably return these. Or... Hmm. These are nice cans, though. <laughs> Zepha... <laughs> Teapot really said nice cans. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll say there are three cans of paint. Three cans. One of them's, like, tipped over, so the blue paint is spilling out onto the ground. Hmm. And the brushes, how many brushes? Uh, there are five. Ooh, five brushes, three cans. That's uh, that's wrong. I'm uh, I, I think Teapot's going to try up Scott of two brushes. All right. And are you looking to return any of the items? Yeah. All right. I think I, I, th- I think she's probably going to try and return the rest of them. Just like two of them disappeared the cloak, probably somewhere safe. And it's like, okay, that was the rest of these. Where do these go? Of course. I'm going to have you roll to deep dive, so that'll be 2d6 plus your heart. Ooh, fun. Let me double check my stamp. Ooh, I have nothing for my heart. Alright. I'm going to go choose and do those. That would make a total of six. Alright. Guess what? You get to mark an experience if you don't want to re-roll that. Experience is good. Alright. As you're looking around, like, you're tuning out, and it's pretty obvious that you see the blue steer, you see Zepha, you see Thompson Topknot, though you don't know that's his name. Mm-hmm. They're walking towards the forest, but what do you wish wasn't true as you're like, just be like, maybe they dropped it. Yeah, they probably did. You just hear from around your own. <laughs> what are you doing? And there's just a small child, like seven booger hanging out of their nose. Like they have this big, they have this stuffed buddy that's almost as big as them. And they're just like staring daggers at you. Hello, child. You take those brushes. Well, they don't belong here, but the rest of these, they have to return to their owners. But those don't belong to you. Well, I don't know who they belong to, but these two, they do not belong. They they belong to the town. Oh. Are you stealing well, brushes? Sure these brushes don't quite belong to somebody. They don't say that at the very least. I'm going to have you try to ro- roll to convince this child. <laughs> All right. 2d6, let's go. 2d6 plus heart, let's Woo! go. Yeah, I have no heart. That is another... Resounding six. Mom! <laughs> the trash... The weird person stealing paintbrushes. Oh, he's looking for your mother. I have not seen mine in a while. Um, anywho. <laughs> she's going to walk off with, with the things. <laughs> As 
the small child's parents come over to see what's going on. What's going on? Mom, that strange, that strange trash person stealing all the brushes. They, they're planeswalkers. We, we don't bother them too much, honey. Oh my god. Oh, hello. Do you know where these cans and brushes go? They belong to the village. But where do they go? Well, in the shack that way. Oh, thank you. And she is going to just walk past them, just humming very off note. Just mm-hmm. oh, right. no. So I imagine she goes. She goes up to you know the, the, this what shack of yes. like some kind of tool shack, the like a communal tool shack. Yes. All right. So again, what does this what does area exactly look like in terms of? Because imagine this is like what this is the morning or the noon at the very least. Yeah, this is noonish. Probably like. 11 10 30 ish however time is measured on this plane yeah the equivalent of 10 30 yeah it's so it's, just... it's a nicely built wooden shack mm-hmm. like the door slightly off its hinges it's painted a nice earthy green so just around the grass like you wouldn't see it right away if you're just coming up on town it's very hobbit themed yes i guess so yes yeah so i imagine is is the door just open Yes, the door. Uh, the door is not locked, but it's not open. But it's not locked. Not locked. So I think very care. Uh, you know, while while hauling all these paints and brushes, save for the two that are now living inside of Teapot's coat, she's just going to open the door and enter the shack. Yep. All right. Is it organized? It is organized. Not pristinely, but everything's in a place. You don't see anything, like, smaller than a broom on the ground itself. You see some, like, clay pots. You see some You see some harvesting tools. But you also see the area where the paint and brushes are supposed to go. All right. Well, I think Teapot's going to look around, and then she's just going to think, this is very unorganized. And I think first she's going to walk over to where the paintbrushes are and all that. Like, okay, this starts here. This needs some reorganizing. Then I think she's going to think this first. I think she's going to overhear um, Nicholas hyperventilating in a corner. Oh, yeah, that's where he is. He's in the, he's in the shack. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. He's like, for, okay, this doesn't belong here. I was like, this room does not like hype. And... Hi. Oh, 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 hi. Hi. Okay. Um, what? I found this paintbrush and it doesn't belong with the other things. Oh, like... that's a that's a really nice paintbrush. Um, I so too. Thank you. Oh, um, like, right. are you okay? You seem on edge. Um, I just um, th- there was well. <laughs> One of the villagers got a little cross. I, it wasn't his fault. It was my fault. I was being strange, and um, I've never found issue with being strange around here. Well, um, he—I I don't know. It just made me remember someone, and I understand that memories can be very haunting. I find ways to tune them out. Haunting is an interesting word for it, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 
Um, little spirits that live everywhere and all the things that are around here. Yeah, spir- spirits. Again, that broom. That broom does not like heights. It should not be on the the wall like that. Nicholas tries to perceive the ghost in the broom, and can't. <laughs> There's probably nothing. Nothing yet. Nothing mm. yet. But he's like, oh, spirits, <laughs> ghosts. I know what the fuck that is. He's like, should we, should we salt it? Or? Oh, it probably just wants to lie down. Oh. That's a mood. And I, I, I think Teapot's just going to grab it and kind of put it on the ground, like, lay, like, lay down next to Nicholas. That's better. Okay. Anyway. All right. Um, how, what are you, what uh, are you just in the shack now? Or are we just both in the shack? Well, that is the current state of being, yes. Okay. All right. And I think that Nicholas is so, like, thrown off balance by this conversation that he's not panicking so much anymore because he's so fucking confused. He's like, oh, okay. All right. Um, That's one way to calm you yeah. down. You know, sometimes you just gotta. All right. And then we are going to move back to Zepha. As y'all are nearing the forest, you're beginning to hear the loud rumbling of footsteps, like one footstep after another. Not, it doesn't seem like a lot of animals, but just one big animal. And... Tom Thompson starts tying the steer off to a tree. It's like, well, thank you for walking out with me, Zafa. Are you going to feed that thing to a bigger thing? Yes, yes. That's why we painted blue. It's part of our ceremony. Oh, doom, cool. Doom, I'm going to stay here. I want to meet the bigger thing. Zafa, it's been good to see, know you. Is it? You too, Terry Thomas. That's not my name, but okay. What are you gonna ask? Oh, I was just like, just remind me. Doesn't Zepha got blue on her? Yeah. Like, okay, cool, 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 cool. So as the it's approaching, can you just natively speak with animals through Squidgen? Yeah, the move just means that anything, like any animal speech, gets translated through Squidgen to me, and vice versa. All right. Well, as it's getting closer, the steer looks to you. Well, maybe this year it won't be hung. And the giant claw burst out of the forest, just wrapping around the steer, just like yanking it back before it can finish that thought. You hear. <laughs> okay, okay, but be- before that, yes. can I defend it from harm? You can certainly try. Roll plus light. My light is zero. So that's a five. Um, can I cash in my link with the steer? You can. Roll, re-roll one of those stats. I'm gonna re-roll the one. Smart. And that's a five now, so now it's a nine. Oh, God, I thought he said, and that's still a five. 
All right. So, do you want me to make a hard move, or do you want to put yourself in harm's way? Um, I'll. I mean, I feel like I'm gonna be in harm's way, whichever. So I'll let you make the move. But I'm gonna say that the way I try to defend the steer from harm is I use my biomancy again, and suddenly the steer is still blue, but it's also covered in like an ankylosaur back armor. You don't stop it from grabbing the steer. You just that's that's my shtick. Is I I mess with things DNA, and so I give it some natural defenses. <laughs> Just make it indestructible for the turn. You know how. Exactly. How it goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel like that's so? So, we're gonna go to Asolano's perspective for a second. Asolano, you're at the lake. You're getting all these set up. You see Zefa walking with the steer and the man towards the forest. The man shakes her hand and leaves while she's still at the forest, and the steer's tied up. You see something reach out of the forest. Zepha casts a spell on it. It takes the steer, pulls it into the forest. Zepha, you're out ching, 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 as it's trying to bite. And then the steer whoosh, comes flying out of the forest. Hmm. <laughs> like Wizard of Oz style. Wizard of Oz. It lands, rolls a bit, Whoa. and then stands back up because it was given indestructible until the end of turn. <laughs> and a giant monster. People who walk the plains would know these as Baloths. Oh. Just comes out of the clearing. And this is what you see. It is a bipedal monster with just these awful looking teeth. And it is going to Ah. go after you, Zepha. Ooh, big boy! Okay, I'm going to use War Form. Which allows Let, my familiar to, to transform. Alright, what does Squidgen look like uh, transformed? Well, first I'm going to roll to make sure it works. <laughs> Which, the actual text is that I can roll with mastery when I strike with intent. Ah. And that's still only a six! <laughs> oh my god. So I'm going well, to say that Squidgen becomes more squid than pigeon. Which is not helpful because we are still on land. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, They're like oh. squid him, get him. Flat. Whoops. Flat. Move. The bailoff picks squidging up by the tentacles. The harm you get dealt, you get smacked with a squid. Oh, that's a that's a wet noise. I can imagine. Stellar. <laughs> Asolano, yeah. you see what just happened. Zepha turns Squidgen into a squid and then just gets smacked by said squid and probably knocked down like in blazing saddles when that guy punched the horse. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that Asolano will just start kind of running to like, close the distance. Uh, and just go into attack. Um, going like, it's fine. That's, that's a perfectly fine thing to do. So, that's... 
2d6 plus what, I guess, to attack? My brain's like futzing right now. Plus dark if you want to kill it. Um, does Ocelano want to kill it? I think Ocelano doesn't care. Ocelano's like, that looks dangerous. If it dies, that's probably not the worst thing. Um. Yeah. Does that count as killing? Wanting to kill it? Um, st strike with intent is if you either want to kill it or you if you don't care if it dies. Okay. Strike to subdue would be if you want to resolve this peacefully. Uh, peacefully enough. Not definitely not going for peaceful. Definitely going for, like, I'm at least, like, I don't care if you die. Uh, just deal damage right now. If it doesn't All need right. to die, then other people can go for it. Um, and that will be a 11. On 11, you get to choose, deal harm and choose two. Ooh. You defend yourself from harm, you deal great harm, or you take control of the situation. Okay. I'll choose to, I think, deal to force a change of location to kind of push them further out of the forest. Am I reading the right thing? All right, so you're taking control of the situation to drag them yeah. towards I'm, the I'm village? I'm reading from the book. All right, so strike, strike to oh, subdue wait, so as the force to change one. of location, Sorry, yeah. but take control um, of the... No, yeah, so I was yeah. looking at the wrong one. I'll do deal gate harm, and... All right. Um, I think defend yourself from harm right now. Um, with the All intent right. of, like... So I may have just dealt a lot of harm, so hopefully you have your eyes on me and I don't want to now die. Yay, death is bad. <laughs> Fair, valid, and cool. Yeah, so how does it look like when you deal great harm? Like, what's your method um, of attack here? Yeah, I think Ocelano tends to use magic in weapons more. Like... Not necessarily standing back to fight, but like, you know, when people will like infuse the mad weapons with magic and stuff. I think that's what Oslano does. Yeah. Give me a quick second to do something. All right. And so I think Oslano just basically runs forward and going about as fast as they can because they figure, like, Speed, you know, like speed can be strength, just quickly just slashes at it. Uh, and then I think just dodges under and then slashes at it again to deal some extra harm. All right, so you slash at it, and as the still squid squidging, it comes like swinging at you like a club. You just slide under it and cut it along the back of its legs. It's looking pretty wounded. And we're going to go to Teapot and Nicholas. As Nicholas, as you're calming down and T as you are having this talk, it's just a great big boom. I, I'm also, uh, I, I just like to interject because I do have, uh, I have a plan and I feel like this is through through gathering um, uh, Nicholas, we have and going on a short walk, we have someone end up exactly where we were required in this fight. Yeah, um, so Nicholas and Teapot are like wandering kind of aimlessly and then we're like, wait, and then I think I think it's probably right around the scene where we see uh, Zephyr getting whacked with 
what's the word again? Uh, squidgen. With squidgen. With squidgen. Yeah. And then Aslano going in, uh, weapons blazing. That's like, oh, yeah. oh my. Do you think that's supposed to be there? Or? Well, I mean, what is it really our job to determine? Well, it's my job. But our, our, our place to determine where a creature should be or should not be? Though I don't think it looks very happy. No, should we? I think no. we should probably do something. What's Emrakul's opinion on this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That sentence just is gonna always get me. So, well, what does Emrakul think about this? No, that's, your that's, that's part of my WWED. thing. <laughs> 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 Dope. Love it. What's Emrakul's opinion on the Baylock? Yeah, the Baylock being here and stuff like that. I just need to know if I get to mark experience or take a plus one or what. Or if it doesn't yeah, line up with anything, then it it's nothing. Yeah, I don't interfere. Survival of fittest, baby. Oh, okay. Cool. So then if I interfere, then I get to mark some experience. He <laughs> says, um, we should get them out of there, right? That's like literally the opposite of what I said, you fucker. I, listen, it, it, they're our friends. And that was your first mistake. Well, they're my friends. Oh yeah, that's right, because Emrakul has a dark link with Seifa. Yeah. Oh uh, no. Okay, yeah. Not gonna lie, that squidgen freaks me out. He's gonna, he's gonna run in. Uh, I thought he started dancing. Yes. All right. Just, just clarifying one thing. So, in terms of the the whole role mastery thing, so I have two hold. What does that exactly mean? It means that you, you... can add a one to any role whenever you want. Okay. Well, you mean the I have a plan. Yes. So you can use that to appear where you're needed. So I'm guessing you used mm -hmm. one of that. Mm -hmm. And okay, so the whole. Hold is basically either adding one or doing one of those abilities. Um, I, I think sure. hold is only for okay. one yeah, of those two abilities. Hold is kind of like right? forward, okay. but yeah. not. Okay, okay yeah. So, so the, yeah. So, so if something says you get plus one forward, that means you get to use it the next time you do X situation. Um, and then if you have hold, okay. it means that you can choose to use it or hang on to it until later. So you have three yeah, hold it's... that you can spend towards appearing where you're needed, having an item prepared, or... See, I don't think you copied these from Or if you have so. another ability that lets you use hold. Yeah. So hold means you can spend it whenever you want, uh, within the, the constraints of when you were gifted it. Forward means you spend it the next time, no matter what. Yes. Thankfully, I rolled an eight before I, because I, I didn't realize how that functioned before. But I, I rolled an eight anyway. So. Dope. Oh, I rolled a nine minus one because <laughs> I have uh, minus two mastery, but nonetheless. Um. So yeah, I, I'd say yeah, pure one needed to have an item. I would argue that the the brushes are something I actually did need. All right. So I think um in the middle of Nicholas trying to have uh communing with with Emrakul, I I I think. Teapot disappears and is going to try and blind it with the paintbrushes. Alright. I'm gonna say that would be use magic. <laughs> no. 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 
<laughs> oh my god. <sighs> all right. So, have we all seen that clip of the Justice League? I think I think it's Justice League when there's like Dark Side is there and are, are we are we referring the Green Lantern's like, look, I got this. He flies forward, gets knocked into a building, and starts getting his ass beat by parademons. Yeah, so Nicholas, you're communing with Emrakul. Uh-huh. Like, Teacup just pulls, like, both brushes out of her pot, out of her coat, like, in this very badass maneuver, jumps in with paint stre- streaking from them. The Bailoth's just... <laughs> Teacup goes skidding along the ground, taking one harm. <laughs> Uh, I I think I, I I think the harm isn't even like actual physical harm. She just skids across like oh I'm fine. It's like one of the paintbrushes broke. Like no. Yes, one of the pa- that is the hard move. You've lost a paintbrush. <laughs> I think Othello is just standing off to the side watching this. Like oh oh no, you've just. <laughs> I didn't think about this before, but can I have heart links with the paintbrushes? <laughs> yes, roll of me hard link with the paint the paintbrushes as a as a pair. Oh god. As a four. You have failed multiple times, so you should be at four experience right now. And take your arm. You're gonna get a dark link with that paintbrush. The paintbrushes. They remind you of your oh, failures. God. I'll, oh god. <laughs> And while this you, is exactly what I wanted without realizing this is what I wanted. And while you're staring at it, I'm going to take a hard... And you're at one harm. As you're mourning that... I couldn't save you. You The the other three of you see that the Bayloth just lifts... It's lifting one of its hands up, and it's going to bring it down on the uh, pot if neither one of you do something. Me. I'm going to do something. All right. This teapot's my other heart link. Because uh, she reminds uh-huh. me of my little sister. Oh. All right, so um, I don't know exactly what Emrakul is doing for me, like what kind of magic I get from this shit. So we're just gonna let's roll and find out. Improvise. Um, but what Nicholas is going to try to do is he's going to try to like eyes go black, channel Emrakul, and you know stop the creature. Just you know, basically command it to stop. That seems All right. pretty reasonable, right? Is that magic? Yeah. Am um, I doing magic now? Either magic or convince. What do I roll for convince? Heart. It's up to you. What do I roll for magic? Mastery. It's the same thing. I think we're going to go ahead and go with magic because this is... I'm channeling Emrakul. All right. what I'm going for. And this is where I get to mark experience, right? Because I'm going against her wishes. Yes. Okay. So the great news is, is that I rolled a nine. All so right. that's something. So then I think I have a total of three experience. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Okay, cool. So you can open something, cause one harm, heal one harm. It's more than one entity. No entity consequences. Create an illusion. Inflict a semi-permanent condition or bypass defenses. I think 
can the semi-permanent condition be fear? I think I'm going to scare this thing. Sure, yeah, yeah. The semi I want to try to make it like, run away. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's going to run away. Yeah, so the semi-permanent condition, you make it run away. You see the fear in that Bayloth's eyes. Like, it's the same feeling you've seen in the pe- saw people's eyes when, during Avacyn's madness. Mm-hmm. The Bayloth starts shaking. It's not swinging down on Teapot anymore, but it screams. And it starts running towards the village. Ah! A, oh, no. <laughs> that's the unintended consequence. No. Nothing says rampaging beasts like Fear of Emrakul. Yeah. I never thought about what a Bayloth was. They're generic beast. They're very generic spiky boys. He He turns to everyone else and goes and just gives them a, a spooked face. He looks terrified. Alright. Uh, Asalano, you've been you wanted to keep the Bayloth's attention on you, so but then your three teammates came in so and managed annoying. to do the exact opposite. <laughs> I am where I was needed to cause chaos. <laughs> the Bayloth is running towards the festival, afraid of the inf- presence That's of That's not Ibrakul. good. Okay. Um oops. God, I think I guess Aslano will... Oh god, what can I do? I don't... think I have enough right now to do much. So I think Aslano will run forward and... I guess just... try and... kill this thing again. Like... Like, this is not... Like, I think... The goal is to try and just harm it as much as possible, but also to divert it away from the festival. Um, All right. Roll to strike with intent. Yeah. yeah, and my other question, this is going to be a weird one. Uh, we've met this creature for the first time. Does this count as someone? Uh, yeah, it can count as someone <laughs> if you want to count as someone. Sometimes Bayloths are just guys. <laughs> He's a little guy. Is this is this is this sentient enough? Is this a guy? I'll call it a fella. Is this is this a funny little guy? It's sentient enough to try to make a link with it, right? Even if I kill it. Yeah, go for it. Awesome. Uh, what, should I do that first or second? You're nothing, but not to me, Bailoth. Yeah, I think vengeance. Uh, vengeance is a relationship. I mean, it's a call of it's a call to murder, not a link. Um. Of so yeah, I guess I'll just roll to. Mm-hmm. I guess this would be a dark link, right? Yeah. Cool. Uh, that is. Oh, I also have yep. that. So you're rolling with plus okay. three. Sorry, because here, when reading it, it says when you roll a link that's based off of your highest stat, gain plus one on the roll. Yeah, you add the stat. And then a plus one piece, it's your highest. Okay. Uh, then that is... Nah, I've always done it as you roll plus nine. the stat. So. so would you like to keep it a dark link because Asalano dislikes this thing? Yeah, I think Asalano's like, you're just a mindless creature running around. I'm above that. So I think I'll keep it dark and won't trigger my move. Um... 
I want to call it Balrog, even though I know it's not that name. Go for it. Uh, and then, yeah, I'll strike to strike with intent, which is 10. 10. So I'll, yeah, with a 10. So I'll deal harm, and then Arcelana will strike again to deal great harm, and then take control of the situation. So I think what happened for Arcelano is that they just are like, stop running away from me, this is All very right. rude, and they just begin to run after it. Uh, and I think what they do is that they take like this weapon that's in their hand, it's probably a sword, and stabs it through... Tries, basically stabs it through the hide and then skids to kind of turn themselves uh, along with Balrof to just turn directions entirely, digging the sword in as they do so. Yeah, dealing great harm and then taking control of the situation by changing directions. Changing directions and so as you're doing this, you you stick it in, it's like you stick the sword in the side, start steering it in another direction. You do roll your ankle, dealing one harm as you're running. But before okay. it has a chance to fall, before it has a chance to slow you down or anything, the beast falls as you cut through an artery in its neck. Mm-hmm. As you bring this beast down within side of the town, maybe they're not paying attention to the three other people who directly caused the danger to the town. Also, Squidgen, like, fell out of the beast's grasp along the way now. There's just a <laughs> Squidgen hopping next to you. Brr, brr, brr. <laughs> but yeah. Every, as you, like, prop, maybe clean your sword off on the ground, you people, yeah. like, people are coming up, like, cheering for you. As they just saw you, fell, like, with four death strokes, fell this mighty beast that they've been offering steer up to just to make sure it stays happy with them. I think people coming over also that's also everyone's like, yeah, and also just like cool. Yeah, this is fine. Don't crowd, please. <laughs> don't crowd me, please. I don't enjoy that. While everyone is like celebrating this, Zepha in the back. Well, first Zepha scoops the squidgen up and like shrinks them back down to shoulder size, puts them on a shoulder. Then while everyone's distracted by Asolano d- not being cel- being celebrated, quote quote, uh, Zepha's gonna pop her goggles on. Then she's gonna start just kind of like trying to yank the teeth out of the Bayloth corpse and just stuff them in her saddle bag. All right. And yeah, Asolano as they start to crowd you, but Rhea's full body is just like, no, 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 don't look. They don't want to be. They don't want to be crowded. Get them. Get away. We still have to cloak. We still have to organize. She's just like this little halfling, probably up to your knees, is like just pushing people away from you, <laughs> like an invisible tiny ball of wall of force. <laughs> and yeah, people start dragging the Bayloth away to butcher it for tonight's feast. That going to be is that going to be dinner? I suppose that would be very gamey. Oh yes, they'll probably make a stew out of it. We have plenty of hours left in the day to make stew. Does this happen often? The someone kills one of the monsters terrorizing our village? 
Uh, no, I mean, no you often than... eat the monsters that get killed. I don't see why not. Huh. Okay. Nicholas comes up. Monster meat is, it's meat. It's just like any no, other meat. No, it's not. And Nicholas is, Nicholas is like, sometimes when the el- monsters are also partially Eldrazi, you just have to eat them when you don't have anything else. As, as long as they didn't used to be human, which sometimes. just counting off on your hands the monsters that didn't used to be human on Innistrad. Not werewolves. Uh, Spriggans? Wait, they're got- ghost-possessed. Never mind. Yeah. Vampires. <laughs> Scobs, no. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> when he was like, oh, dire moose, that one's fine. You can eat the dire moose. I think when you say dire moose, also, one is just like, oh, what? What's a dire moose and what's a moose? <laughs> so, um,. <laughs> A moose is like, it's a moose, but and he reaches up as far as he can. He's like five six <laughs> maximum, and he's like reaching up as high as he can. He's like, it's like this tall and um, big head, big antlers like this. So that's what a moose that is. That doesn't tell picture me anything, that, but bigger. That's that's a dire moose. They're they're big and scary. I'll see if I can draw one, uh, maybe. Zepha appears right know. by your shoulder. Um, oh, can we go see one? Uh, well, do I we mean, do we, if really we go to Innistrad, maybe, if we're lucky. That seems like a bad reason. No, not really. I would love to go to Innistrad for science reasons. Maybe we'll go someday. Innistrad's so loud. It's so full of so many things. It's too loud. Yeah, it's too loud. that's what I found. Um, anyway... Not as loud as it's gonna be once I'm out, baby. <laughs> he, he freezes. Survival of the fittest, right? Um, depends on your perspective. I prefer to help people be fit. Or things. I also like helping things get fit. Isn't that right? Steer. I think Asalan also just turns to Zepha and goes like, when uh, goes, when you can take down one of whatever those things were by yourself. How about then we can go to Innistrad? I mean, that's the plan. You know, like, gonna get these, uh, get the essence of Bayloth inside Squidgen. Holds up the bag of teeth. Ooh, extra teeth. I mean, when you can. Not, not Squidgen. When you... I can get some Emrakul inside that Squidgen. Me and Squidgen are connected on a deep level, a cellular level. Literally, he has some of my DNA inside him. Yes, but you can, you are two separate entities. You can still be. uh, Not once they're touched by him. (laughs) (laughs) Everything's coming up at level. And that's all just inside. Nicholas is head, unless you yeah. unless you want Emrakul yeah. to start projecting now. I mean Do you want me to like I could roll something to keep it inside. 
maybe that's how this works is that Nicholas has to like concentrate to keep it inside. Uh, I can roll about it if you want. Push through stress using heart. So roll plus your heart links. Plus my heart links. So you'll roll plus three. Oh, that's actually pretty good. Yeah. 14. Nice. I did so good. You did so good. I think maybe he's got a lot of practice with Mm -hmm. this one. You're gonna get you're gonna get a good grade in being human. So you succeeded (laughs) what you're attempting? Or you you pick two. Succeeded what you're attempting. Take plus one forward. Gain a ask a question about the scene or gain an advantageous position. So I want to succeed on what I was expecting. All right. Um, so Emrakul does not push through. And then um, I'm going to ask a question about the scene. And it's... Do... Does us think that anybody else saw him go Emrakul mode? Any of his allies or anyone from the village? Uh, any of his allies. Um, let's see. Teapot was busy being menaced, was busy mourning. Zepha mm-hmm. got punched onto the ground. And Asalana was like, really, this bullshit? After all I did. So... I don't think so. I, like, if you were standing near the back, no one would have seen your eyes go black. Gotcha. Maybe Squidgen. Yeah. I think Squidgen was, was but, possibly too busy being used as a flail. He was pretty busy, but he might have been like, what? Squidgen has, what Squidgen that? is just looking at you with that thousand mile stare. I think Teapot is very sullen, uh, sullenly holding one, uh, what's the word, one, one, uh, one paintbrush. At some point during this fight, she probably did a very tiny funeral for the other one and buried it out there. Nice. <laughs> um, that was incredible, Asalana. That was, that was very good. Thanks. So, what are we? Hmm. Are we staying for the rest of the? Festival? I'm, I'm assuming yes. we are, right? Okay. Um, if any of you see a man... I think we probably he should. He describes Tim Burglar. Doug Burglar? Doug Burglar. I couldn't remember yeah, his name. Yeah, Tim is his much more pleasant describes... twin. Ah, okay. Gotcha. So, if any of you see... A guy who looks like Doug. <laughs> yeah. Just let me know so that I can be not there. I will, I will make sure she gets nowhere near you. Oh, no. 
Nicholas, I don't oh, remember God. what Doug looks like. Nicholas does. Not describe Nicholas Doug. describes <laughs> That's Doug. That's not descriptive. Nicholas describes Doug. I, 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 my mentally, mentally, I imagine a very scrawny jackass. <laughs> that's like probably got like maybe like a very weak okay um, like muscle mass that they flaunt and think they're they're tough shit yes that is now probably, i'm also imagining a toupee that is now doug's yeah. canonical appearance they probably have tim though tim is jack oh, yeah. that's tim is hot as hell <laughs> yes making that call yeah. now Doug's toupee is Hell modeled yeah. after Tim's hair. <laughs> it's an oh, attempt. No. It's, it's an attempt at like what's well, a really like nice like yeah. cut. Like a I don't even know what to call it. Like a nice businessman's cut. I know what I know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. Well, the rest of the festival passes without incident. Y'all spend time. Do y'all stay all the way until the evening when the Bayloth stew is done? Ooh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> We didn't prepare dinner. I need to eat. I killed yeah. that thing. I want to know what it. I want to know what it tastes like. It's a bit gamey. Zepha but... thinks that Zepha thinks it tastes like gator. <laughs> I've heard gator taste very fascinating. But like, I think also gator's delicious. Like... IRL. Yeah. It has. Never... It has um... that weird natural. The Bayloth has that weird natural spice to it. Mm. Oh, like ants. Hopefully it's yeah. not Eldrazi spice. That's my favorite uh, spice no, girl. Don't worry about it. You'd you'd know. You'd know if Emrakul was up in here. Mind-shattering flavor! <laughs> the walkers are Theta, Lafayette, Sid, and Tanner. Jimming was done by Waffle, and producing was done by Lafayette and Waffle. Our intro and outro were made by Amelia, who you can find on Twitter at AM underscore Rids underscore music. You can find Theta on Twitter at Bing Su Jung, Lafayette at Esperixis, Sid at Quizets underscore Hatterack, except with an S instead of the second Z and no second H. Tanner at Sparky Upstart, and Waffle at The Space Hamster. Magic the Gathering is property of Wizards of the Coast, and our Sparks Knights is licensed under the fan content policy. Hey all, Waffle here with a postscript. Due to scheduling reasons, Data will not be returning for future episodes. You will be able to hear more from them soon in An Unwavering Force, a Pathfinder 2e actual play set in a Star Wars galaxy during the Galactic Civil War era. Charles will be joining us in Episode 3, so next time will be the adventures of Teapot, Zepha, and Nicholas. Until then, goodbye.